Welcome to the Chronicles of the Ninja. This is the Ninja, and this is episode number five. So, for this episode, what we're going to be talking about is this second week of April with a whole bunch of esports and video games that are happening around the internet. So, let's start off some with some of the ones that I've been observing. So, another week of Valorant uh, gameplay, a lot of more streamers and a lot of more players are coming about. Uh, I haven't gotten a beta t- key yet. Uh, I've been paying attention more on how other players that used to play CS or Overwatch are coming into Valorant and giving their point of view. Uh, hopefully I can get a point of view of other players uh, that I have been test running so far. I haven't gotten the beta key yet, but that's more than okay. Um, it's a lot of competition and a lot of precision. I might not have that um, risk movement in my arsenary, um, but still it's very enjoyable, the type of dynamic. So I've been paying attention uh, as several streamers such as Annie on Fire from uh, Team Center Scout and Bree uh, XOX uh, from O2. I've uh, been paying attention to their streams on regarding uh, Valorant. Um, they were participating in the Red Fuel Invitational, so it was interesting for them for me to watch. There was also Goose Breeder um, from LA, uh, that, who's part of CLG uh, Red Gaming, uh, their CSGO Red Team been watching those three closely and also miss harvey um, so far it looks like a promising game a hybrid what as i explained last time it's a hybrid between csgo and overwatch uh, where we have map layout similar and map layout and pacing similar to csgo but with heroes mechanic and uh, specifically to Overwatch. So we'll see how this will go. I'm hoping that it will take a page from uh, Rainbow Six, where at the beginning of the match, not only you get map banning, but um, you will also get heroes banning. So basically this will give more strategy in your uh, game style and gameplay, and you will have better um, flex uh, flexibility in your team composition, which is the number one aspect that I am really drawn into when uh, playing uh, Rainbow Six uh, Siege. Uh, let's move on with Northern Arena. Um, this weekend, it's once again um, their 1v1 NHL 20 Cup, but they also announced this weekend that there will be ha- having a 2v2 um, Cup with a 5k price pool. Um, what's going to be interesting is uh, one of the players that I know, uh, Mivian, who has been the uh, DreamHack Montreal uh, winner. Uh, he'll be participating with another player of his choice. Um, hopefully, um, one of the complicating thing with the 2v2, as I read up on it, is the fact that you will need a goalie. So those uh, are attributed for a very particular player. So when you're playing 1v1, uh, yes, you do have goalie control, but most of the time it's AI-driven. So basically, you have um, possibility of playing with everybody as possible. Uh forward center defense and the goalie however in 2v2 one it will be dedicated as your goaltender so it's going to give a different dynamic to the playing game uh play style so i'm looking forward to seeing a full tournament behind it i usually part uh spectate during 
uh, uh, DreamHack or Lando TS, for example, but I don't, I don't stay um, off. Uh, I don't stay for a long time, but um, from what I can see, it's a different dynamic, different excitement that comes around it, with it. So I'm looking forward to actually uh, viewing recaps uh, regarding it and also trying to catch a feed live. Next up this weekend was uh, Redfield Cup 2v2 for League of Legends. Um, always looking forward to looking to see uh, catching a bit of 2v2 just because of the fact that it's a shorter segment because in a full 5v5 games, uh, you can reach a 30-minute mark, for example. But uh, in a 2v2, the map is more condensed. It's a laning map. Uh, it brings in different dynamics. Next week, they're going to go back to uh, the CSGO. Uh, this weekend also was the Quebec uh, K-E-B-E-K uh, tournament uh, uh, with uh, the various esports that I mentioned last time, such as NHL, Mortal Kombat 11, and Overwatch. Congratulations to Team Center Scouts who placed third. Congratulations, ladies. Um, it was a very interesting online uh, variety tournament. So these days, there's always invitationals or there was the LCS or the Pro League. But on the smaller scales, the smaller t- tournaments, um, they don't have much as much visibility. Now, obviously, I've mentioned the Nor- Northern Arena uh, NHL uh, 20 tournament but that's right what about all the tournaments that had uh, a mixed bag so back at Leonard TS there was Hearthstones there was NHL there was Rocket League and so forth how do you do that um, on an online um, tournament well there was qualifications then after that the online tournament was uh, organized by the LHEQ uh, and they managed to organize in a way with the co-sponsored uh, esports central, um, esports central arena. Sorry, uh, and they managed to give different feeds with a proper structure. Um, it's very. It was a very interesting tournament. I caught a glimpse uh, throughout the day, uh, but you know, as a photographer, I tend to bounce around different feeds and everything. Uh, but. It was still an exciting thing to watch, considering that, you know, despite the fact that it's online play, you're hoping that nobody's dropping out uh, in terms of lag and everything, but it gives a purpose for any given team that wanted to participate. So congratulations for everybody that organized it. Uh, Hopefully there's going to be more uh, in the near future. Last but not least, let's talk about my sponsor at the uh, Land Games, which is Mirage Esports. Uh, they recently revamped um, their website with uh, photos that I've taken recently at Land ETS. Um, so if you visit their website, a few of the background banners, uh, you will probably recognize a few of my pictures. Um, those were taken by me recently at Land ETS uh, 2020. Uh, Go visit their page. Give them a thumbs up. Give me a thumbs up if you happen to like my pictures. Uh, it's always appreciated that not only like, like sometimes as a photographer, um, you know, real genuine for photographer, they really have a problem when their photos are retaken and repurposed. I personally don't mind it when, as long as it's done tastefully, which is it's being used for a website. It's being used for 
promotion, for example, and I get tagged on it or I get a mention, I get retweeted or some 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 form of, you know, mention. It's always appreciated. And, you know, they were the one that sponsored me in. They gave me they're the one that was uh, nice enough to, you know, invite me in to roam around uh, the, the venue like uh like the the previous venues and stuff like that so i'm thankful to like to have given the visibility and obviously i've already posted a lot of the pictures already as for my own purpose and i always tag them on it and they always retweet reshare and and all that so give uh them a a spot a checkout uh basically on their twitter and on their newly revamped uh website so um going on for the next round uh i'll be talking about what i've been doing in terms of uh, video games uh in the last few while so uh, i've been mostly uh in the morning i usually do my routine stuff which is i have to work i still work from home and everything that fred when i get off work i usually do a few uh reading on what's coming up with uh, the photography world and everything just in case um once the entire coronavirus uh stopped it's going to be a slow gradu- gradual uh, return to normal we don't know how long that's going to last but hopefully i can rebound uh quickly with different venues different uh, uh, projects that i've been hopefully uh going to be able to do so um, for those who don't know, because the fact that they're mostly strictly in the space of the events that I've been going to, I am also a street photographer. So I usually do street photography with different uh, brands or influencers, uh, models also. And I also do uh, photographies on cosplay. Now, as far as esports goes, uh, most of the time when I do events, I also provide a service uh, where um, obviously not not free, but I can do portraits. So, portrait uh, so being a portrait photographer, street photographer, I'll more or less get a a feeling on on depending on uh, the, the location where I can give like something like a good headshot uh, so that they can use it as a promotion and everything. Um, so hopefully I get back into that game and obviously we'll see what's going to happen on the different type of events that were originally canceled that I got invited to then uh, see if they got postponed to a later date or it's going to be totally canceled and I have to look for them uh, in 2021. Uh still speculation um but in the meantime i've been playing rainbow six i've been playing a lot of tft uh finally got back into the silver rank it's been a roller coaster ride on the weekend i went all the way down to bronze league uh terrible eighth and seventh place like on several several games and after that i just got dropped and after that like i needed to get a break um been playing uh board games with a few friends and co-workers uh this is at board games arena uh it's a free service to sign up and you can play a lot of premium games over there so basically seven wonders for example race of 
Race for the Galaxy, Saboteur, PI, Ink and Gold. These are legit board games that's um, that you can buy from Amazon to have a physical one. But it's nice to have a web-only type um, uh, website where you can actually experience this uh board game and it gives you history tracking uh closed groups so that you can play with your friends and everything uh obviously there's not a lot of fancy animation for example if you go into a steam game that's based on a board game or from epic games for example but the fact that you can play with um your friends or your co-workers and or whatever closed group that you come across come across uh easily that's a welcome addition also for like uh games such as love letters coup and pi for example where you like because the fact that it's turn-based and for some uh, so one of the cool service about board games arena is the fact that it's turn-based and you can set like a two-day timer so basically you don't need to make your move immediately you can actually um come back in a few hours and when it's your turn you can do your move but obviously with that uh it comes what did i do last what did other people do and so forth well there's a history system so we see like uh, a game like uh, tokaido who did what last uh matters love letters also it's all it's all about who called what uh in the last move so basically love letter uh similar to like coup and secret moon for example during your turn, you're supposed to do a action. So you're supposed to call out to an opponent, for example. And due to this call out, shuffling shuffling of cards happen, and you need to remember who said what in order to discover who's the victim, who who's a sp- sp- uh, specific rank, for example. So with this type of mechanic, when you're doing it live, you're supposed to be paying attention to everything. When doing it offline, it helps with a history system to be able to track everything. So. Uh, that's still a lot of fun so basically if you like those type of game even though it's not real time it's still something to do and the added bonus to the fact that you can open up uh, i'm in pretty much like 14 to 18 different type of games and um and and it's they're all happening at, with different people at different times and everything um they have a lot of games and on top of that uh, since it's a free service, there are certain uh, limitations. So you can't, you don't have voice chat enabled, um, and there is a limit uh, to the number of concurrent users that that can hop onto the system. Uh, when the entire quarantine happened, they were limited to like less than fourteen thousand. But ever since then, they've uh, their uh, administrative uh, tech system have been trying to bump up with the ongoing demand for their service. So now. Uh, they they have ramped it up to about thirty eight thousand concurrent users, uh, and obviously, um, they have a premium service which is very cheap. It's around thirty seven dollars Canadian, and you get it for the entire year upfront. So you pay upfront, and you get all those nice benefit. On top of that, uh, you will never get uh halted for having too many people on the server so uh right now when i try to log on and it's over capacity they'll ask me to retry later and they'll actually tell me how many people are online premium users on the other hand are have the capability of just still going in and everything there now there's a two-edged sword if you're not playing with everybody 
on board that's a premium user you might be waiting for the non-premium user to be able to get in and after that you'll be able to have his turn played out uh if you're playing with an entire crew of premium users that's more than fine but the thing is i like the fact that it's mixed match also the fact that a premium user are the one that are allowing are allowed to have games created um so if you play on on the platform and you play now you're going to be playing with live users so basically live users basically you have a timer uh two minutes to three minutes to make your move and everything and after that if you're if you don't make your move it's going to be there's going to be a penalty um whereas the one that who are premium user can create their own game and set a timer such as one day or two days to allow the person who's busy can uh come back at a later time uh so far i've been playing with players that are reactive to like one or two hours and usually they have a very good mechanic so far on rotating uh which game are you is it your move next and everything uh and um other than that there's a chat system so when you open up a game uh you can chat and send messages. There's a wiki behind it to learn what, uh, how to play the games so if, if, if it's your first time and everything. So I've been enjoying my game between that plus the real life uh, esports style games and everything. Uh, in between also, I've been recording the podcast. I've been editing f- some photos. I've been repost. I've been posting a lot of backlog material. So basically I've been uh, calling them throwbacks, but they're just materials that I never publish because the fact that uh, when you're in event photography, uh, you go from one event to the other. I've been slowing down a lot of my events because I also mix them up with my street photography and my cosplay photography. Um, so thankfully, uh, the events are more or less spread out. So basically, there's only been like one heavy event per one month or two months. Uh, I've been thankful to have that buffer so that every day, you know, those Instagram algorithm, I can post like one or two photos and after that, churn them out uh, as I please. Um, obviously, during Comic-Con or DreamHack, for example, when I have accumulated over a thousand pictures, it's been very hard for on my part to publish, publish them all at once. Uh, as some of you may know, I do not have a Facebook up uh, because I want to tag people and I want to interact people. I found it like back then when I used to do nightlife photography, I just used to upload uh, 100 pictures on a night and people would not actually see them. They would just see the cover pictures and after that start browsing and, and stuff like that. I wouldn't get the type of reaction that I would be getting off Twitter and Instagram, for example, where I would post uh, the selected few and after I actually tag the people that are on it or I attempt to tag the people that are on it. Obviously, when you're at an event, I can't tag everybody because of the fact that I don't know everybody. But thanks to hashtag and everything, I can start um, having a feed to see who was there and 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 stuff even though i I might not know them at least if they know that i've caught caught them and hopefully um so far 90 percent of the time they are really thankful that i caught them because the fact that i was tasteful it was like a bts style but it was a bts uh with taste so basically they were posing that because another photographer asked them to pose already and i managed to catch it at a different angle with my own edit um so in between all those i've been catching up on different type of movies and tv shows that i've uh saved up so i've been catching up on those and i've been um roaming around 
Twitch to uh, ping up and hit up and uh, conversation with different types of Twitch streamers that I that I know that has been streaming. So uh, to end things off, let me give a shout out to two Twitch Twitch streamers that I've been interacting with. Uh, Pinky Sammy, that's P-I-I-N-K-I-S as in Sam, A-M as in Mary, I-I-I, so that's three I's. She is a professional Hearthstone uh, player, um, and she's a Twitch streamer, and she's partnered up with Livid Gaming, uh, Livid.gg. So one of the interaction that I have with her is obviously she noticed me posting on instagram when she was at um believe geek it when she had a hearthstone tournament and slowly but surely i've been on her stream saying hi how she's doing and everything small talk and everything we always also small talk twitch or um uh instagram uh recently she's uh as a community service, a bit something a bit different than chatting and interacting with the chat. As she's playing uh, various games, she's or uh, practicing in her uh, Hearthstone ranking or playing Battlegrounds, which is the auto chess version from Hearthstone. Uh, she's been interacting with her own community with GeoGuessr, which is a uh, community type game where you drop a link and every player that signs up on the link uh, tries to guess this random Google map position and try to get guess on which city at the most cl- uh, closest kilometer that you can guess uh, from. So you try to look from Google map, see if any of the images spark something that you noticeably know so like let's say a location of a billboard or at least see if if it's in a particular country by reading the signs or anything so sometimes you would uh, get uh, google map into a busy uh, community where you have to rotate around and see if you recognize this restaurant at least recognize if uh, this vehicle is even uh, driving on the left or the right side what kind of vehicles? So basically, if you get dropship in Japan, for example, you're gonna see certain type of J- uh, Japanese housing and everything, or type of vehicles. So, for example, when I was in Japan uh, in the month of March, there weren't a lot of SUV. For example, everything was compact. If you were dropship in Malaysia, Malaysia or Vietnam, for example, you'll see a lot of scooters. For example, obviously, if you get dropship in south america you'll might see less trees or it could be the amazon for 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 something or if there's a lot of mountains it could have been ireland or something it's very interesting a game and it gives her a way to chat back with the community and i played a few rounds i didn't do so well some uh, places I keep on saying like it's somewhere in North America and, I, and it's actually in New Zealand or Australia but it gives everybody a good laugh uh, another streamer that I usually say hi to it's Sirene Framboise uh, S-I-R-E-N as in Nancy E F-R-A-M as in Mary B as in Bob O-I-S as in Sam E as in Edward which is basically translating into uh, mermaid strawberry. Um, 
not strawberry. Yeah, strawberry. Um, I I almost lost my French. Sorry. Uh, so she's usually very early in the morning, around seven a.m., and she does a different type of variety show. So basically, it's or right now it's or Animal Crossing or just chatting. Um, there's also sometimes she would. Uh, one time she was showing us uh how to cook uh certain meals. She was cooking certain meals, and and everything. Uh, she's also a Twitch streamer for Team Sailor Scouts. Um. And I usually pop in very early in the morning to say hi before I start off my day since her stream is very, very early. Um, and uh, it, it's fun. Uh, so I met, I, I tagged her the first time at the opening event at Esports Central Arena downtown in Montreal where it was their uh, media launch. And I, one of her friends, uh, I think it was uh, Peach, One Peach, Quebec QC, uh, who's also a fellow streamer and who happens to be her best friend, uh, asked me to take a photo. I took a photo uh, on her camera and then after that, I took one on mine. But obviously, during a given event, you're not going to appear just once. You might appear multiple times. And that's actually what happened. Uh, she was also a the makeup artist. Uh, for the Sailor Scouts when it was their media launch too because they were announcing partnership with the establishment. Um, so she was doing makeup for, I believe, uh, Vero, um, a.k.a. Fabulous V, co-founder of Team Sailor Scouts. Um, so I was doing some BTS roaming off of that and everything. So those are two uh, Twitch streamer uh, that I usually give a ring every weekly or something just pop in and normally i just pop in say hi see how they're doing uh make one or a few comments then i might just leave it on as audio background or i just totally bounce because i have to concentrate and or i would we be called into a meeting so those are my roundup for uh this week on in terms of esports catch you next time thank you